Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning. Happy hump day. It's Wednesday. We've had our coffee. It's going to be a good day. And uh, welcome specifically to episode 188 of our podcast. It's unbelievable, really, that we have this run going. 188 episodes of our podcast. It's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um, let's see. We are recording, for all you new people in Reddit, uh, we're recording the Chicago Tony V Show podcast right now. Now, you've been hanging out in, this, in the uh, uh, pre-show Reddit, right? You, 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 people like Dougie Fresh and Jean-Claude Van Wam, and uh, let's see, who else? Um, I know there's been other people. Where are you? I don't know, the, the comments section. Oh, Reddit Hippie. Okay, and uh, you might be asking yourself, okay, the show, the the podcast recording part, is this going to be uh, very different from the pre-show? Because maybe you're sitting there thinking the pre-show was pretty fun. And the answer is, no, it's not really different. The only difference is we're recording a podcast right now, live to tape. So that's it. Otherwise, the party train is going to keep rolling along. Um, let's see. Jean-Claude Van Wam says, I have a morning jam for you. Genie's Get Down by the uh, the Surefire Soul Ensemble. I will definitely look that up. Maybe I'll play that in tomorrow morning's pre-show. Maybe. Dougie Fresh wants to know, do I ever watch The Sopranos? Of course. I've seen the whole thing. Of course. Gabagoo, bada bing, all that stuff. You know? It's a good time. Oh, Jean-Claude Van Wam just followed me. This is great. This is maybe the start of something wonderful, Jean-Claude. It's been good to get to know you on the pre-party. Oh, you know, Amber makes an important uh, point. It's very true. Episode 200 is coming up very quickly. Today is 188. That's what we're recording right now. 188, I think. I didn't really check that for accuracy, but it feels right. I know, episode 200, and uh, this will have happened within the span of a year. Close, uh, I mean, really, what, 11 months? I mean, 200 is going to happen happen in the first part of November. This is really crazy. This is really crazy. Uh, oh, Tanan, have you watched The Many Saints? No, I have not. Is that, the, is that the Sopranos prequel? Is that what it is? I haven't watched it. No. It's on my list, though. Tank's music homework is The Zombies, Time of the Season. Oh, that's a classic. What's your name? Who's your daddy? We have a little Beethoven going on in the background. That's that's not all bad. Sofa Sofa's in the house. It's a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good to see everyone. You know, the first thing I wanted to talk about today, so I was uh, kicking around on YouTube last night or this this morning sometime i can't remember but uh of all things you know how youtube sometimes just shows you the most random thing they give you suggestions now based on my watching history there's i can't think of a single reason why youtube would have showed this to me but i guess they know me better than i know myself right the google overlords they knew that i was going to click on this thing even though i would have bet against it but it, this was a guy I tweeted it this morning. Uh, my Twitter is like at Chicago Tony, I think. I tweeted it this morning in this YouTube video. It's this dude who sailed. I think he was sailing from like L.A. to Hawaii. Here we go. We were talking in the pre-show with Tank about his next trip to Hawaii, so that he can, uh, so that he can uh, generate a natural sleeping pill, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so this guy is sailing in a sailboat solo. And by the way, I mean, this is nitpicking and whatever, but it looked kind of like it was a bit of a used sailboat, if you know what I mean, right? Not very big. Now, I, I happen to know a little something about sailing because I grew up, my dad got hooked on sailing. And uh, there was a, a period of time where Many of our family vacations were actually on a sailboat. It was very, very exciting, very exhilarating. But this dude, but I mean, say, we never did anything like 
well, hell, we didn't even sail in the ocean. It was just lakes and everything, you know? Like, for a lake, our sailboat was plenty big. But, I mean, if we were to sail that sucker across the ocean, no thank you. Could we have done it? I guess, maybe. But, uh, no. But this guy was in what I would say seemed to be kind of the minimum craft that you could use if you were sailing across the ocean. And he was doing it by himself. It's like, holy cow. Now, I respect the hell out of that. Maybe, so why did YouTube show this to me? Maybe they knew that, uh, maybe they know me well enough to know that, A, I'm like a rugged individualist, right? I like doing things by myself. I just do. I like, uh, I like stretch goals. I like uh, getting out of my comfort zone a little bit. You know? Things like live streaming and shit like that. Actually, that's not out of my comfort zone anymore. It's totally natural to me now. But, uh... This guy's doing this solo thing, and sure enough, I get I get hooked in on it. And he's, of course, he's like a YouTuber, right? He's taking video of this whole thing. And it was very interesting to see... He talked about, you know, I tried this one other time, or there was another another attempt, and it, it didn't work. Like, we were trying to get to Hawaii, and it didn't work. And uh, I can't remember what he said it didn't work, but anyway, it's like, okay, that's interesting. So, but he said something like, we tried, or we, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know, I wonder who else. Did he have one of those Wilson, uh, uh, you know, balls, like from the, from that Tom Hanks movie? Did he have some sort of inanimate object that he talked to on the last trip? You know, what is this all about? And, uh, Anyway, so I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. Here's day one. Here's what I did. Here's what the wind was like. Here's how much uh, space we covered, you know. Another really interesting piece was like uh, on about day three or day four, he took video of he was cooking himself dinner. And it's down below, of course. And the, uh, the, the stove top was like on a swivel so that it could stay so that while the boat was t- tilting up and down and up and down, the oven could stay even keel, or the stovetop. It was really kind of fascinating. You know, it makes sense. I never, it's like, I never would have known that you would need a stove like that, which obviously you do. Cough button. So I was just watching it and uh, it was very, very enjoyable. Now on about day five, the guy's like, all right, I need to, address something that has been really bothering me and I I haven't even known how to bring this up and uh, so I'm like oh oh and he he got almost a little weepy or something you could tell he was very emotional thought geez it was weird because up until this point up the first five days it was just simply methodical he was almost like uh he was almost like just a scientist very dispassionately just telling you day to day Here's the wind. Here's what happened. Here's a little challenge I had. So on day five, he's like, yeah. He's like, so I need to address why my wife is not in these videos. It's like, whoa, that's interesting. Turns out the guy had been a longtime YouTuber, but it was always with his wife, I guess. They were a pair. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I need to explain why she's not on the trip. And then, then I got really interested, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, she left me. She, like, left him a note and then an email, I think he said, follow-up email that was just, just made it very, very clear. It's over. It's done. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say. It's over. I'm out of Dodge. And he, he basically said, he's like... Uh, He's like, in three days, she was just completely out of my life. Like, poof, gone. All her belongings, everything. She was just gone. So now this gave a completely different color to this video. Oh my god. Now I'm looking at this thing in a completely different light. You know? 
completely different light. So now this poor guy, he's sailing across the ocean with a broken heart. And then the other thing too is, you know, it's clear that he is used to sailing with his wife, doing these adventures with his wife. Now, one thing I do know about sailing, after doing it a little bit for, for some years in a row, you get each crew person, you get to know your kind of your job, right? You, you, you play a part and you do your thing. I think it would be very unsettling and, and maybe I should even say maybe a little dangerous to, to just do this solo when you're used to having a partner. Kind of interesting. I mean, did he really know what he was doing? It, could he really do it by himself? I think he was so upset, understandably so, uh, that he's like, I'm going. And it, the other sad thing is he said they had worked up to this like for years, I guess, building up the boat, repairing, you know, getting it all ready, planning out the, the excursion, and then they were going to sail the world. And this was kind of like their maiden. It was going to be the start of this new life together. And she bailed at that time. Tank says, I hate doing stuff solo, especially when I have a partner. Yeah, right. You feel like uh, she should be here with me. We should be doing this together, especially when it's something you plan. So I felt horrible for this guy. I saw it in this totally different light. I, 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 I figure, I mean, he's maybe, I mean, this is, seems dangerous, right? Then, in the middle of this trip, he's out in the middle of nowhere. He's out in the Pacific. And uh, he loses his rudder. His rudder. Something with his rudder breaks. So now he's in the, in the sailing lingo. They call that adrift. He's adrift now. Fucking by himself. His wife left him. He's dealing with it. And, and then in the middle middle of this thing, he's he loses his rudder. I thought it was, I, it's like the universe trying to tell him something. It's almost like, in a way, I think it would be cathartic, right? Dougie Fresh says, poor guy that sounds absolutely gut-wrenching being out there alone with a broken heart. Yes, totally, totally, Dougie. I agree. Totally. And then his rudder breaks. So now he's like in real honest God danger. Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about uh, sailing the ocean to know how you get out of situations like that. But Jesus Christ, it seemed pretty. It seemed pretty dangerous. So he floated aimlessly for three whole days before he figured out what the hell to do about this rudder situation. Oh, Tanun says, that's why she didn't go. She knew he was a fuck-up. <laughs> he seemed like a pretty together guy. If you watch that video, if you just watch the way he kind of dispassionately goes through every day and sort of updates you, he seems like he's pretty put together. If I had to guess, I would say she was a bit of a free spirit. I have a buddy... I have a buddy whose wife left him last year. Now this guy's great dude, great dude, super stable. And just one day his wife was just like, it's over. I'm out. And she, she, uh, he, he's like, why they've been married. They have kids. They've been married, uh, 20 years, something like that. Why? I don't understand. And she was like, I don't understand either. <laughs> I think, I, th I think she was being honest with him. She's like, I don't even understand it, but I've got to go. See you later. And it turns out, I was talking to the guy and it turns out her mother did the same thing to her dad. Her mother just one day, 
just up and left. Just don't know why it's over. Bada bing on to the next thing. And uh, uh, let's see. Now Robo says, who are you talking about? Oh, just a friend of mine. Are you talking to me, Robo? I'm, I'm out of the loop on the uh, comment section here. Let's see. Yeah, a friend of mine whose wife left him, but it turns out her mother did the had done the exact same thing. So I think it was almost like genetic. So maybe this sailing guy's wife was one of those. Maybe she just had one of those. Especially since they were, again, they were on the precipice of sailing the world together. They had worked on this together. They did this. They built up this whole YouTube channel together. And then just out of nowhere, she's like, I'm gone. I don't know. Oh, wait, lady letter carriers in the house. Hold on. Where's where's lady? Let's see. Oh, there she is. Lady letter carrier. Hello. Two days in a row now. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. Lady says, good morning. What a depressing way to start the day. <laughs> lady, lady letter carrier. I want you to hang in there with me. Would you please? Please, you pepperonis. Please. Please confirm for Lady that the show is generally uplifting, okay? I just hit Lady, I saw this video last night and I just had to talk about it this morning. Oh wait, Sofa says I'm showing Tony bad sailing jokes and getting no feedback. I haven't even noticed any. Sofa, these uh the comment section is flying by so fast. So fast. Lady Letter Carrier, welcome again. I'm really so proud of you. Two days in a row that uh, you're back. We we had fun yesterday. I always, you know, um, this group, this group of people is so lovely, right? And so near and dear to me. You, Lady, you probably, Lady, you probably remember some people from yesterday, right? Robo Kitty and Amber and Chicago Tank, etc., etc. These people are so dear to me. And what it's all about is, I think at the core is they're nice people. And I have this feeling you're a nice person. And here you are, two days in a row. Maybe this is going to become part of your routine. <laughs> Maybe you're tangled in the spider's web. You never know. I don't know. But anyway, good to see you again, dear. Dougie, you too? Tank says we are a bunch of degenerates in one package. Yeah, right. Anyway, yeah, that is a, but ladies, right. That's kind of a, a depressing way to start. It's a little depressing. I, uh, I one of the things I wanted to talk about, because uh, probably most of you guys aren't uh, or weren't aware actually let me switch the graphic here up top let's see um i'll, I'll put the tw the twitch link up there for you spotify listeners it's twitch.tv forward slash chicago tony v anyway so i wanted to talk a little bit i i ran impromptu i ran a test yesterday now a lot of you pepperonis know of this because you saw me get online and you hopped on to say hi but uh we, I'm trying to navigate this whole thing of, you know, we want to move our show to Twitch or we want to include Twitch and some of these other platforms for various reasons I don't need to get into again. And, you know, the big challenge is like, we love Reddit. You know, I'm I'm some sort of, uh, I'm like the, uh, I don't know. I'm well known on Reddit, you know, because I've been doing live streaming for a year every morning. So I don't want to leave Reddit, but what do we do? How do we bridge this gap? How do we get over to some of these other platforms? And uh, last Friday we did a test. I think it went very well. But recently we've been trying to figure out, okay, what do we do? What's the way to go? Well, yesterday I ran a test where I actually live streamed from Reddit. And then I, um, then I streamed to Twitch. So I was streaming at the same time, both places. And it actually worked. Like proof of concept, it really worked. But what was so funny, hey Dougie, come back again. Good to, good to see you, buddy. 
I've got an itch for Twitch, says Lady Letter Carrier. <laughs> That's good. Um, anyway. So the proof of concept worked, but it was very interesting. Like, I had, uh, you know, like right now on Reddit, I'm able to look you right in the eye, you know. Well, during the, the multi thing, I could only look at one camera at a time. So like for the for the test yesterday, once I was on Twitch, I was ma mainly looking at the Twitch people and then the Reddit people were a little off. See how I'm not looking right at you right now. Now I'm looking at you. And it was interesting. I had two comment streams, which is challenging, but it kind of worked out. But what happened, I think, is that this natural sort of like feud happened. You know, this natural feud happened like so the Reddit people started getting a, a, a little, you know, offended that, oh, he's looking at the Twitch people more. You know, it was like this turf war. It was really interesting. Now, the other thing is because I ran this test with an iPad, the camera was inferior to this uh, Canon, whatever camera that Vincenzo set up for me. All right, the Canon camera is very nice. I get nice compliments on it from time to time. The iPad camera was noticeably worse. It just wasn't as nice. So now the Reddit people are getting, they're getting a lower quality and also the microphone. The, the background music and this, this professional mic was going to Twitch and then Reddit was just the microphone, just the whatever native microphone in the iPad so it was just all lower quality and I think the Reddit people got kind of offended a little pissed off and some of them said in that test live stream they're like we're not moving to Twitch we're loyal to Reddit <laughs> so it was just this interesting thing Sofa says people double dip all the time don't worry about them yeah meaning uh, they, they uh, stream both places yeah is that what you mean Sofa I'm itching for twitching, says Sofa, Sofa, Sofa. But the thing I noticed at the end of that little test uh, live stream. So once I stopped the live stream on Reddit yesterday, it showed me on my iPad, it showed me some stats from that live stream. And one of the things it said, it, it I had 11 upvotes and I had 10 downvotes. And that's historically, that's really quite poor. That's a lot of downvotes. So, and I think people were just kind of pissed. They were offended. They were they were protecting their home turf. Some people just dug their heels in, and they weren't having any of it. It's going to be interesting. In my mind, here's the thing. I believe, ultimately, this is all about the quality of the show is actually going to get much better. There's going to be some stuff on these other platforms that we're going to be able to do. And you'll just have to trust me. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be really, really fun. And I think <laughs> Tank says Twitch switch problems. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Amber is right. Georgie says, or Amber says, I think Georgie said she was loyal to Reddit while on Twitch. I know. Talk about a slap in the face from the stunning redhead. But I get it. Tank says down votes equals not understanding what's going on. Yeah. It's lady letter carrier says you're just giving us sloppy seconds. Yeah, well, like, like I was saying, lady. <laughs> it sounds weird to say. I really am trying to actually, it's about... Uh, actually giving a better show to all you guys and giving you guys even more opportunity to interact. I think one of the, if there's anything brilliant about our show, right? Which brilliant, brilliant is too strong of a word, but just so, what, what's some of the, what sets us apart a little bit? It's actually that you guys are so part of the show, right? Now, Lady uh, Letter Carrier probably hasn't seen enough shows to notice uh, to know this, but we have call-ins a lot. Like, so you guys can call in the show, talk to me, that sort of thing. Obviously, the interaction with the live stream is pretty unique for a, 
for a podcast, etc. Uh, now, when we're on these other platforms, it's just going to be that in spades. It's going to be so much more interaction. And uh, see, I don't know Lady Lady Letter Carrier all that well yet, so I'm I'm trying to gauge her. I don't know yet what's like a joke or what's serious. We'll get to know each other better. Oh, Sofa says, my only feedback, Twitch is hard to read the chat, smaller type. You know what you guys should try next time I do it? Um, just for fun, because we'll be uh, live streaming to Twitter also and to YouTube. It's going to be all three platforms. Try one of those other platforms and see if maybe the maybe it looks better. I know what you mean about the comments harder to read. Oh, Amber says that might be a settings thing. Wouldn't that be convenient? Let's see. Reddit Hippie 420 says, what kind of coffee are you drinking? Because I usually like very sweet coffee, like with lots of sugar in it. Yes. Well, so I drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I have the uh, Keurig, whatever, what are those? K-Cups? I get, I have the original blend Dunkin' Donuts. That's That's my jam. It has been for years. Um, now the way I drink it now, historically hippie, I'm totally with you. My, my go-to setting internally is yes, pour lots of sugar, pour lots of cream in there. Just make it essentially as close to breast milk as you can possibly do. And, uh, but I'm trying to be better. I ha I have, I have visions of the future okay, which involve me actually being somewhat healthy. It's actually a requirement for my for my own for the vision of my future, it actually requires me to be relatively healthy. So this is the problem with being a visionary, right? Then you actually got to do the work. Having the vision is easy for me. Doing the work is a pain in the ass. But anyway, so now this has changed the way I do coffee, right? I don't, uh, I don't eat sugar anymore. As a matter of fact, I haven't had sugar in, I mean, for sure in the past, uh, it's been over two weeks. I checked this morning, I'm down 12 pounds now in whatever it is, let's see, 15 days, 12 pounds of 15 days. So it's going pretty good. So, but I still do put a little heavy cream in here, hippie, heavy cream. Then the uh, Dunkin' Donuts uh, original blend coffee. That's it. I'm good to go. I'll typically do two cups in the morning. This is my second cup. Second cup. So, oh, Reddit Hippie says, we don't have Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, we have Starbucks. And Dutch Brothers are two the two main ones. Where are you located? Oh, you said you're... Wait a minute. Are you in... Uh, you're on the West Coast, right? 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. now? Tank says, when I do Starbucks, it, it was shot Americano when I did Starbucks. Yeah, I've never had a signature drink at Starbucks because I couldn't, I couldn't ever, I mean, I've been, I've had their coffee, of course, who hasn't, but I never liked anything enough to, you know, stick with it. <laughs> Selfa says, Tony V says the darndest, darndest things, volume three coming out on VHS soon. <laughs> You know what? A VHS release of me, Sofa, would be very fitting, right? Because that's my era, right? I'm I'm old school. Oh, Amber says Tank should try a blonde roast next time. What's in a blonde roast? Blonde roast. That sounds interesting. Oregon. That's right, hippie. Okay, I forgot. Oh, see, did I pronounce it correctly? I don't know how you're going to tell me how to pronounce it via a chat. Reddit Hippie says, it's also interesting how people on the East Coast pronounce Oregon. See, did I just pronounce it like an East Coaster? I don't even know how, how else you could pronounce it. Let's see, Oregon, 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 maybe? Fuck, I don't know. Amber already added a quote in Discord. What was my quote? Who knows? 
Uh-oh, blonde roast is sweeter, says Amber. So I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm giving up sweets. For my sweetie. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, the sec- Oregon is closer, says Reddit Hippie. To the right, to the right pronunciation. Now, East Coasters, probably, they might feel like we're pronouncing it right, you know? Who knows? Who really knows? Anyway, let's see, 7.30, I should probably see what's in the mailbag. Let's see what's going on there. Let me see. Do I have it? Do I have it? Yes. Here we go. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody. Let's see what's in the mail. Okay. Dear Tony. Oh, by the way, anyone that wants to send a letter, we love it. It's super fun. Please keep it up. It's one of my, it's, I love it. And I'm flabbergasted. Send your letters to ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. They're going to go through a filter. Uh, my money pennies filter through everything to make sure there's there's no bullshit that makes it onto the show. And then it's put in the queue and I read it. Okay, dear Tony, from a safety and strategic standpoint, like a shit hits the fan situation, do you have any thoughts on keeping physical cash somewhere where you can get to it? My wife and I have been discussing the topic and it turns out we have entirely opposite views on it. Do you have any thoughts? Maybe you can break the tie for us. This is from Gary from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah. Okay. So we're back to a prepper question here. Um, back to a prepper question. Yes, Gary. Yes. I, I mean, my feeling is, I mean, so what's your, what we're trying to stave off, what we're sort of trying to plan for when cash comes into play is like a a breakdown in the banking system. And with all this virus shit that's going around, right? What the hell is the what the hell do they call that stuff? Uh uh I don't know, there's a name for it. Where they like hold all your shit hostage. All your ones and zeros are held hostage. Who would have thought that that could have been a thing? Right? I'm going to hold all your ones and zeros hostage and, until you give me a bunch of money that's also virtual. Give me some bitcoins and I'll give you your shit back. Ransomware, that's what it's called. A ransomware attack. Anyway, so let's say, I mean, so it's feasible, right, that the banking system could could have a blip. It could go down for a while. And so the whole idea of having cash around is so you can still buy shit even when there's a blip, okay? So let's imagine, let's say the computer system goes down. You wanna go uh, load up on your Dunkin' Donuts K-Cups, but you can't use plastic anymore. I th- I personally think it's a good idea to have some money uh, laying around. Uh, now, the other scenario that, of course, you need to worry about is, of course, the dollar itself, taking the dirt dive. That's a whole different discussion. That's, you gotta, in that case, you gotta, um, you got to have metals, right? You got to have metals around, right? They kind of, you know, they kind of look like this, that sort of thing. Um, I might have a little bit of metal laying around. Most of it is off-site. Anyway, so yes, have some cash. Have some cash. Um, my own... My own personal uh, rule of thumb is uh, like, I want to have enough cash so that if my car breaks down, if I'm trying to escape, flee the zombie apocalypse or whatever, get to safe ground, if my car breaks down, I want to be able to just walk onto a used car lot, just lay down some cash and get get some more wheels and get back in the game. That's just me. Anyway. All right, Gary from Cedar Rapids. Let's see, what have I missed in the comments section here? Let's see, some talking about uh, uh, that blonde coffee and then pronunciation of places you live. Oh, Tank, what's the house Tyra? Are you talking about Tyra the Money Penny? She's good. 
You know, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen her face to face in a while. I talked to her, I probably, I'll bet I talk to her once a week. Yeah, she's good. She's, you know, she's a steady Eddie. She's always good. She's just a good person. Tank, Robo says Tank doesn't need metal because he is pure metal. This is true. <laughs> that is a great, great point, Robo Kitty. Uh, by the way, I mean, please. I'm not giving financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, right? I'm just a dummy on the internet. Podcast Fathers back in the house. Holy cow, Jeff. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, okay, let's see. Next letter. Let's see. Uh, Big Diesel. I could use some advice, my friend. My daughter wants to go to college to learn how to be a food photojournalist. Who knew that was even a career? I don't know if you are familiar with the cost of college, but good God, I can't see how this type of job, even if it's real, would pay for itself over time. Like, isn't all you need an iPhone these days and you are automatically a photojournalist. I have been trying to convince her to study for medical record keeping, which is what I think she would be good at and what her mom currently does for a living. Am I missing something here? This is from Tom from Gainesville, Georgia. All right. Oh yeah, good point. Chicago Tanks is talk to uh, uh, Mammy Mama. Yes. Now there's our photojournalist of the uh, Pepperoni Nation for sure. Our food, our food photojournalist, and of course the Comiskey Kid is a close second. Um, and that yeah, those food pictures have been rocking my world as I as I try to stay on low carb and everything. Anyway, Tom. All right. So I mean, there's uh, here's my thoughts, and please grain of salt, right? You know your daughter better than I do. Etc. Etc. First of all, I noticed like this. Um, what would I call it? This interesting juxtaposition right out of the gate, right? How many watchers am I going to use by uh, lose by using a word like that? Anyway, okay, you got a food photojournalist, right? Which is it's creative. It's creative. It's cool. It's trendy. Maybe it's very like online oriented. And then versus. Uh, what did you say? Medical record keeping. Which, what does that sound like? That sounds soul crushing. Soul crushing. That's paper pushing. It's soul crushing. So I think right there is, uh, right there is the thing. Jeffrey, the pepperonis can probably answer that question for you. Oh yeah. See, there we go. Thank you, Tank. All right, Tom. So look at the look at the comparison right out of the gate. Your daughter wants to do something creative, hip, trendy. She probably this 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 is the sort of thing that maybe nourishes the soul a little bit. And I would think, I would hope, if you think she ought to do medical record keeping, which her mo mother does, then hopefully she's had a chance to kind of do a a ride along with her mom. And see what that job is like. Maybe she has, and maybe that's why she's like, fuck that, I'm gonna take pictures of quiches and shit. You know, and I'm gonna make that a living. But Tom, I will also say this. Now this uh, food journalism thing, what is, a, how do I translate in that mind, or in my mind? How do I translate that? What are we really talking about here? Uh, what we're really talking about is, maybe we'd call it a food blogger. And here's the good news. She doesn't need to go to school to learn how to do that shit at all. You are right to say she can take beautiful pictures from her iPhone. Okay, that's already, you're correct. And, uh, and then she can, so, so she can start this career tomorrow. Tom, tell your daughter the good news. Tell her the good news. And think of this. If she actually finds a way to scratch out a living through this, which is possible, it's, pro it's probably very difficult to do. But how about this? Have her try that instead of college for a while. Delay college a couple years. Say, guess what? Guess what, princess? 
your phone's in your pocket. Hell, spring for a, you know, a WordPress website for her, whatever, pay the hosting. What is that, like uh, 30 bucks a month or something like that? And let her try it out. I think that's fabulous because maybe she can make it. But then also this might be a way to, let's say she can't make it. Well, she'll get it out of her system. And what if she doesn't need college? You know, it feels like the world is training that way. I love you. I love how you guys uh, answered podcast father's question for me. I knew you were going to do that. This is so lovely. So lovely. You guys, you other pepperonis might not know this, but uh, Jeff is like a, a podcasting royalty a little bit. Very popular podcaster. Uh, Tank says, what does your daughter want to do? That's what's important. Yeah, she wants to. Right now she has this idea, I'm going to be a food photojournalist, which sounds pretty cool and fun. You know, Amber says there is a lot of freedom in photography. Yeah, she also says, forget college, get a mentor in photography. I think that's a tremendous idea. Even this, even this, even if she got like, uh, like this camera I'm staring into, right? It's pretty high. It's very nice. It's pretty high end, but still compared to college, a college uh, uh, tuition and all that stuff and a room and board. This thing is a freaking bargain. So, Tom, I mean, maybe consider yourself lucky that she knows what she wants to do or thinks she knows what she wants to do. That's what I'm saying. Lady Letter Carrier. Let me say it right. Hold on. Lady Letter Carrier. Says, yesterday, I learned that travel, a traveling RN with a master's degree can make over $100,000 a year. Who knew? A traveling RN. wonder how that works. Why does the world need traveling RNs? Is that for, like, uh, wagon trains or something? Are they still going out west on, like, wagon trains with oxen and shit like that? Traveling RN. Maybe is it uh, nursing uh, truck drivers? I don't know. That's got me really wondering now. It takes us buy her a Polaroid and kick her out. There we go. Yeah, Amber makes a good point, Tom. Okay, so Amber says, heck, there's even YouTube videos that will teach you what you need and more on photography. Yeah. This is, she doesn't need college if this is what she wants to do. This should be good news for you, Tom. All right? Good news. Jeff says Lewis and Clark. I wonder what that's in reference to. Traveling nurse, the wagon trains. I've lost my place already. Oh, so Lady says, uh, I think they, she thinks they contract out to hospitals that need short-term help. Oh, Okay, that would make sense. Wow, it's a lot of money. Okay, next letter, a short one. Here we go. Dear Tony, hoping you have some words of wisdom here. I have a pretty stellar business idea, but I need financing. What is a time-tested way to find investors to fund your business? Any personal experience you could share would be amazing. Uh, This is from G. Smith. Now, this is interesting. I can't remember a letter... Almost always it's first name and then last letter. This is flipped. G. Smith. That's interesting. So, um, okay, here's the deal. All right, so I have, uh, you know, I've talked before about I've owned several businesses over time. Still own a couple today. Um, I'll tell you, G. Smith. I've never ever, I've always been self-financed. So I've never needed to uh, borrow a nickel. And uh, now, but that's been, that part of what that means is that uh, I've had businesses where, um, I, I mean, I've excluded this idea of, let me do some some business where I need to borrow 7 million bucks somehow to make it go. I just say, okay, that's not for me. I've always preferred like a business where I can totally bootstrap with nothing. 
I can start with nothing and build it into something. Generally, that's worked very well for me. So, I mean, you got me. Um, I would have no idea about how... I mean, what you should do is... Uh, now, G. Smith, if you ha I'll say this. If you have a business idea, you should already have... Do you have an accountant? Do you have, like, a CFO... Do you have do you have this team? Do you have legal? Do you have a business uh, uh, attorney yet? So if you don't already have this team, now that doesn't necessarily mean they're working for you right now, but you already know who's gonna who you're gonna, you know. Once things go in motion, you know who's gonna do your legal, who's gonna do your your accounting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If you don't know that, then you probably just aren't ready to do any of this shit. But if you do know that, uh, if you do have a team, ask them. Ask your accountants, all right, who can I talk to around town that knows how to, you know, raise, how to find investors and shit like that. They will, they'll have networks and they can put you in touch, okay? So, but yeah, that's about as far as I can help you. I've always just bootstrapped myself. Podcast Father says you'll have to show estimated profit margins. Yeah, I, there's got to be a whole process where you're... I've never... I'm too independent. I've never wanted... I've never borrowed a nickel for any of the business shit. I mean, yes, I have lines of credit and all that stuff, but that's different. Thank you's in the house. Good morning, thank you. Thank you says Tony V knows how to hustle. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, Reddit hippie from out there in Oregon. I don't know how to say it. Says, I want to start a bakery, but I don't want to own the business. I want to be a shared business with the workers. We're all uh, share ownership of the business. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. What do they call that? An ESOP, an employee stock ownership plan. That's another thing that I don't. Now, I've heard of that's. Oftentimes, that's used as an exit strategy, like the owner of a business wants to get out. It's like, I've made my money. I want to sell this thing. I want to get out so I can just sail the world, stuff like that. Um, and uh, so they'll create an employee stock ownership plan. It's a way it's your employees essentially buy the business from you. I'm not familiar. I don't know anyone that's done that up front, right? design the whole business that way from the very beginning. I don't know. I will tell you, Reddit Hippie, from experience, that having partners, business ownership partners, it's very dicey. It's very dicey. You're, th those things can go south a hundred different ways, and, uh, you know, so it's dicey. I don't know. Yeah, Podcast Father makes a good point. How quick can you pay them back, pay your investors back? Yeah, they'll want to know all this stuff, and they'll look at everything with a fine tooth comb. This is why I've never even considered it. I'm too private of a person. I'm too independent. I'm going to do my own thing. And I, hell, I might fail. You know, that's perfectly. But my thing is like, just, you know, I would hate some other person, uh, you know, looking, looking at my plan and being like, that'll never work. So I, I, I like betting on myself. Again, I'm wrong all the time, but I'm still going to do it. That's, I did it my way. Okay, here's a really short letter. Let's see, 749. Hey, Tony, simple yes or no. Is there secretly or not secretly a love interest in your life? Are you in love? <laughs> this is from Kara from Medford, Wisconsin. Oh, well, first of all, <clears throat> is that really anyone's business, I wonder? Thank you says I should think about pivoting to a business podcast. You know your onions. Pivoting? Thank you. That would mean, are you saying uh, uh, stopping this podcast in favor of a business podcast? I don't know that I have that in me. I don't know about that. Does, okay, so Kara's question, am I, 
Let me read it again, it's short enough. Simple yes or no, is there secretly or not secretly a love interest in your life? Are you in love? Again, it's like, uh, are there boundaries, right? Do, do, am I supposed to just lay everything bare on this show? Amber says I could accidentally hit a button. <laughs> oh my gosh. Podcast father loves me. He wants to know, does that count? Oh, it, it's meaningful. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, well, Kara, I mean, and how do we define terms? A love interest? What does that mean? What does that mean? A love interest. Love is a many splendored thing, Kara. It just is. Yes, and I will say, I do feel the love through this show. I feel lots of love. Now, I think the kind of love that Kara is talking about, well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Let's look, let's see if I can answer this maybe a couple different ways, okay? And Kara, this will maybe paint the picture, okay? So like, what, a, what is life for a person that's in love? What is life like, okay? Uh, for, let's say, let's say for a 51-year-old adult, okay? So, um, probably what that involves is like, uh, going, going places with, with that person, right? Going to special places, right? Let's go see a play. Let's go to dinner. Right? Let's go to dinner. Let's go see a play. Let's smooch a little bit. Something like that. Okay, so let's say let's say physical contact and actually uh, visual confirmation. Like, there's I there is none of that in my life. Okay, so are you starting to get the picture, Kara? All right. Now, um, are there suspects? Suspects. What do I mean by that? Are there are there uh, people that uh, I think are worthy of my love and devotion to them? Well, um, I believe though. Uh, so I phrase that in the word in the way of saying multiples. Are there people? Not a person. Are there people? I believe that those people exist. Have I met them yet? Maybe, maybe one or two or one. Let's see. Lady, lady letter carrier says, you always got to keep a little mystery about yourself, Tony B. This is true. It's the spice of life. Kara, I'm going to say they're suspects. Okay, but do I cry myself to sleep every night? Yes, I do. I at least uh, kick the, uh, I, I don't suck my thumb anymore. I was, finally, I was able to give that up last month. Let's see. Dear, oh, here's a long one. Okay, 7.54. I hope everyone's having a good morning. It's really fun hanging out with you guys. Uh, dear Tony, I've got a tough one here, and I'd love to get your perspective. I'm 26 years old, single, and have started on my career as an attorney. The firm I work at is very big on volunteering in the community. That's good. That's pretty cool. As a good employee and rule follower, I went ahead and signed up to volunteer at a local rehab facility for the handicapped. I've been regularly going for the last few months. To make a long story short, there's a very wonderful patient there. Her name is, should I say her name? It's only a first name. Her name is Emily. There, I said it. And I think I'm falling in love with her. Oh, Jesus. I can't wait to see her each time I go and I find myself popping in even when I'm not scheduled to volunteer. The catch is Emily has some pretty severe handicaps that will make it difficult for her to, for the rest of her life. This doesn't bother me personally, but my parents are trying to get me to cool things off with her. I understand they're just concerned for me and what and want what's best for me, but it also breaks my heart. What should I do? This is from Kent B. Holy shit on a shingle. 
That letter breaks my heart. I mean, it's everything wrapped into one. It's uplifting. It's beautiful. I can tell, Kent, you have a very good heart, right? You're a good dude. I can see that a mile away. But I can also see why your parents... Now, th this is interesting. Let's juxtapose, right? Okay, let's use the previous the previous letter against yours. There I use that word again, juxtapose. I'm going to lose so many listeners this way. All right, I just described myself. There's, there's no... I got no face-to-face, -face, right, with a with a beautiful, lo lovely person. That's not to say I don't have beautiful, lovely people in my life. But, uh, but Kent, you, f you found a, a lovely person that you love that you get to go see. Now there's complications. Oh, man. I mean, what I would say in this situation is, like, follow your heart, you know? Follow your heart. I think life is a tricky thing because there really are like it's this mix when you're talking about like falling in love with someone it's this mix of magic but then also like pragmatic common sense right so for example if there were a, a let's say a car thief right who I just thought was just cute as buttons. And and maybe maybe I just her sense of humor just really tickled me and all this stuff and I just loved hanging out with her and she's cute and whatever. I've start falling for her. Now, but let's say she has this history that just shows she's going to be a car thief. She just can't shake it. It's like uh I better I'd better not fish in that pond really now what's interesting about your situation Kent if you do love this girl you already know you've said she has some sort of difficulties that are going to make her life difficult well you are it sounds like you already know what those are you know Amber Glow says how old is Kent and Emily is there a gap I don't think he says his age oh wait he's 26 years old um, I don't think he says how old she is. I don't think he says. There's more. Let's see, Amber. How old is Kent and Emily? Is there a gap? There's more than what's in the letter. What do you mean? There's. What do you mean, Amber Glow? Eleven. I don't know. I, I mean, the way I'm looking at this is like he he knows what he's looking at, right? Whereas if I'm... So, sometimes there are some downsides to people that are they're just hard to see because they're not evident, but it's... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. As with all things, Kent, I would say, you know, take your time. Right, take your time, search your heart, give it time. It's not like you have to, you don't have to propose to this girl tomorrow, right? Let it simmer, give your give your parents time, give everybody time. But uh, I don't know, follow your heart and try to mix some brains in there. I don't know, I don't know that I'm helping. This is a tough one. Um, I have time, let's see if I can do one more letter. So Amber says she needs more information from Kent than what is in the letter. Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Hopefully we said something that helped, though. I don't know. All right. Hey, Tony. Okay, I have a really dumb question that has been bothering me ever since I started listening to your show. When someone signs off on a letter, such as Paul S. or Betty K., etc., is that literally all they type of their name? Or are the money pennies shortening the last name to one letter on purpose? <laughs> Sorry, but this has been driving me crazy. This is from Paula L. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, okay, so oddly enough, so a lot of people, I actually talked this through with the money pennies early in the mailbag game. And so 
the way this email stuff works is when someone sends an email, very often it'll have like their name in the, somehow their name is attached to it. So they get to see the whole name. And yes, I told the money pennies, I don't want to reveal any names. Okay. This is very important. I don't want people's identities to be out there. I don't want to, you know, I don't know what the liability and everything is. Um, and, uh, so yes, they shorten. So they, if they, they will shorten the last name so that I don't say the whole name I gave, I said very specifically, I don't want to read a letter with someone's whole name in here. Now that's kind of why I was saying it was interesting that we had a letter where the guy was like, whatever, G Smith or something like that, which is weird. I've never seen anything like that. It almost tells me that the guy signed his letter that way. And that on that email was not, there was no other indication of what his first name was. I don't know. Um, D Kaffer says, have you finally figured out how RPAN works? I don't know. I'm still struggling. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think I need to work on, sir? Or madam, I know you're a sir. I would love any feedback. Does it seem like I'm doing good today? I think one of these days I'm going to understand our pan. It's a riddle though. Okay. Uh, let, let me fit in one more letter. Um, dear Tony, it's been fun to hear about your keto journey here and there on your show. I wonder, have you ever tried any of this water fasting that I keep hearing about? To me, it seems impossible that someone would go for days without food. Thought I'd check with you. On the off chance you have tried it. Keep up the good work. Kelly, this is from Kelly from Hanover, Pennsylvania. Um, thank you for your letter, Kelly. Thank you for the encouragement. I'm glad. It's a, It's funny. When you talk about what you're doing with your diet, or it is hilarious how everyone will, will join in. Good to see you, lady letter carrier. Please come back. Have a great day. You're tremendous. Um, it's funny how everyone will join in. I think, I think some of the most interaction in the comment section of this thing is, is when I've really talked like sincerely about what the hell do I eat? When do I eat all this stuff? So it's interesting. We're all going through, we're, we're all, um, we're all being, we're all victims of the modern food supply. So anyway uh yes i've tried water fasting actually there are three different times that i have done a five day water fast so only only distilled water for five days straight and i found it to be remarkable i felt i felt great now the first three days are pretty tough especially the first two days are real tough or the second days, two and three, really. First day isn't so bad. Day two, day three, pretty tough. But then something turns around and it gets really easy. Like for each of my three water fasts on day five, I felt so good. I know I could have just kept going. But I just thought, okay, I'm going to stop it because I that was my plan. I'll stop after five. Um, Reddit Hippie says, on the fasting, I've known multiple people... Uh, who will go without food or water upwards for four days. Yeah. I, I understand what Kelly's saying. It's like, it doesn't even seem like it would be possible, but it's totally possible. I've done it several times. Now, the you know, the problem is, I don't know personally, like how good of a, it seems like it's not really a long-term strategy because, you know, you got to eat, Right. So I think the trick is it could be very helpful if you're trying to like reset your taste buds, right? And just, just to make healthy food very delicious. Um, you know. So I would say try it. Don't be afraid of it. I found it, it's difficult. It's not easy. But I found it to be, uh, you know, not bad. Not bad. That's it. D. Caffers wanted to talk about baseball. I think I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any of the series. I feel bad about that. I feel real bad. 
All right, listen, I got a dismount. I got uh, I got a meeting this morning. I got a rare meeting. It's good to spend the morning with you guys. I hope everyone had a great time. I will see you same bat time, same bat place tomorrow morning. Reminder, Friday is uh, the live show is going to be done outside of Reddit again. There's the link up top, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. We'll also be live streaming off of Twitter if you'd rather do it there. And also YouTube. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. I love you all. I like you all. And uh, until tomorrow morning, I just want to remind you. Don't take any shit from anybody. Okay? Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye.